Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we'd go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Coming up on the Behind the Mic podcast, the NCAA tournament is on after a year off. The latest on NFL free agency, Belichick is not playing. And the reality for paying a franchise quarterback. Also, the time I aided and abetted using black olives in story time with uncle mike you're behind the mic with michael neal jr you know what when i get up in the mornings at 4 30 i've got to make better breakfast choices probably just need to get up even earlier just fix my own breakfast i'm sorry this random thought because i get up and if i don't take oatmeal or some kind of you know bolt house house farms was it bolt house farms uh yogurt smoothie if i don't take something like that then you know there is no breakfast for me and the breakfast going to work stinks there's no quality uh, fast food breakfast at all. It's only McDonald's, and it's terrible. And I go to work too early to go to Chick-fil-A. I, I, I got to make better choices. I need to get up earlier. I need to get into bed earlier. How about that? <laughs> Welcome in the Behind the Mic podcast. Uh, your host, Mike Neal Jr. It's Tuesday night, and uh, look, we got a lot of NFL free agency moves, and you know we'll just give... The Cliffs Notes, and we'll get into that later on. The Cliffs Notes version of what's been happening. Again, it's Tuesday night. Stuff is still flying in. I'm seeing stuff on Twitter, uh, The Athletic, on ESPN. Moves are being made. So we're just going to start the show at the usual spot. The rundown. Okay, we're going to start in the ring this week. On Saturday, boxing lost one of its greats. Marvelous Marvin Hagler passed away unexpectedly at his home in New Hampshire. The undisputed middleweight champ and 
WBC, WBA, and IBF middleweight champ. Fought from 1973 to 1987. Of course, after he had that fight stolen from him against Sugar Ray Leonard with that split decision, he never fought again. But this is definitely something that sparked something in me. I miss the great of the greats in boxing. I, I miss watching good boxing. And I'm sure that it, it does exist. I'm just not as interested. It's kind of like, and I hate to say this in March, it's kind of like college basketball. I mean, you don't really know unless you're really, really a boxing nut or a college basketball fan. You keep up with recruiting like my, my son does, my oldest son. Um, I miss that old school boxing. That's definitely when I cared about it more. Thanks to my dad, Michael Sr. He was the guy that would watch these fights on HBO. He would uh, also videotape, you know, if, if you're old enough, there were things called VHS tapes and you got to record stuff uh, and uh, we could rewatch re the fights. Um, it was great. And he's the one who really got me into boxing and every fight that he would go watch to at a friend's house, if it wasn't at his own, I'd be there with him, you know. Uh, that's how I really picked up on sports. We watched guys like Hagler and Leonard, Larry Holmes, Tommy Hitman, Hearn, Tyson, and Pernell Whitaker, Bernard Hopkins. And then it morphed into what? Oscar De La Hoya, early 90s, 92, Manny Pacquiao, and then eventually Floyd Mayweather Jr. I'll stop right there with Floyd. The last fight I actually paid for was when Roy Jones Jr., Speaking of juniors, got knocked under the ropes by Antonio Tarver. Wasted my money. Never again. But I'll just come to your house and watch. <laughs> if I put in on it, okay, that's, guess that's up to me. College basketball, look, I can name about 10 books that I did not read in middle school and in high school that we had tests on. I know all of y'all had that. Uh, I just didn't. I, I didn't read those books. I probably got through, <sighs> but two chapters maybe three um where the red fern grows or to kill a mockingbird raising in the sun macbeth and speaking of macbeth y'all remember the cosby show episode when cockroach and theo didn't read macbeth and had a test the next day and if we didn't read a book you know in real life we you tried to use what cliff's notes and i'm speak this is a the the grandson of a 30 plus year english teacher talking um and on the cosby show they used the tv version called what cleveland notes either way it gave you an overall view of the book without the details and that's what last week championship week in college basketball was it was the cliff's notes version if you don't pay any attention to college basketball the season just watch championship week and that gives you the cliff's notes version of the season getting you ready for tourney time right you know you can find out who's good and then you see the all-american teams that just dropped um, and all the players, they'll give you an idea of how you're going to fill out your bracket, I'm guessing. <laughs> like, again, it's tourney time. So that uh, now that Selection Sunday is in the books and you've got your bracket set, it's time to lose some money, right? Put $20, $100, whatever in the pot. Gonzaga, Baylor, Illinois, Michigan, they all got the number one seeds. Gonzaga is the overall number one seed. Uh, and take, talking about championship week, I was thinking about Michigan uh who was the last number one seed they well you know, they lost in the big 10 chair, uh tournament maryland head coach mark turgeon he almost got the beats what uh 
Shannon Sharp would say he almost got lumped up by Wolverines coach Jawan Howard. Glad that Chicago didn't come out. It would not have been pretty. Patrick Ewan, by the way, speaking of former NBA players and college basketball stars, his Georgetown Hoyas, they won the Big East tournament, even though they had a really bad record. They were, what, 79 in their uh, conference. Uh, and by the way, MSG Security, y'all have got to be kidding me. You don't know who Patrick Ewing is? I guess if they did it to Spike, to Spike Lee, who's the biggest Knicks fan on earth, I'm sure they did it to Patrick, who had to point to a picture on a wall just to go to the bathroom without showing credentials to one of the security people. But maybe it was because he was missing the high top fade. But anyway, Michigan State, oh, Michigan State, Michigan State, UCLA, Wichita State, Drake, they were the last four in while Ole Miss, St. Louis, Colorado State, and Louisville, for those who really keep up, they were the last four out. Louisville, by the way, they had like a 19-game pause in February because of this COVID. Just a different year, y'all. Different year. They were the first among the first four out, though. Speaking of teams that are out, Duke, they won't even play with the uh, in the NIT because of COVID. And Virginia will not be showing up to the party. Well, they'll show up to the party, but just a little late. Far as I know at this point, it's it's nighttime in in night in Nashville, Tennessee, right? Um, but they're supposed to be showing up late because of uh, COVID and um, quarantining, right? Um, oh, and I just saw where six officials have already been sent home because they tested positive. Sister Jean is back rooting for her Loyola Chicago Ramblers and Rick Patino, Iona, they're in the tournament. Patino, I had no idea about the first team that he took, but he was the third coach to take five different teams to the NCAA tournament. Boston University, didn't know anything about that. He was young, still in his 20s. Providence, Kentucky, Louisville, and now the Gales. Tubby Smith and Lon Kruger are the others. Now, NFL, Drew Brees, we'll start here with him. He made it official on Instagram. If you haven't seen it, go to his Instagram. And his children announced his retirement. I mean, that was, what, a, a couple, what, two days ago? I think it was on Monday or whatever, yesterday. Um, that was beautiful. <laughs> Their kid, his kids are happy that he is going to be home. NFL free agency is wild. I, I just, I'm just going to go, uh, just write down the list. You have Aaron Jones, running back Aaron Jones, Green Bay, four years, 48 million. Jacoby Brissett with the Dolphins uh, now. <laughs> this is, it's, it's coming in so hot and heavy. How about I just do this? Let's go from, um, we're just going to skate on down in the afc baltimore of course you know they released mark ingram um they did sign Derek wolf uh tyus bowser on defense buffalo bills they just signed emmanuel sanders um i don't care about the Bengals and browns i'm sorry for those who are fans look i just no nah, I, I can't be that like that can i <laughs> chidobi a woozy Three years officially in March uh, on March 17th. Same thing with Mike Hilton, a four-year deal official on March 17th. Two cornerbacks that they need badly. The Denver Broncos club option activated. Uh, Von Miller he may stick around. He may he may I don't know. The Houston Texans. Uh, there I'll just get to their big signing, which pretty much 
bringing in some guarantees or some some just in case y'all know him right tyrod taylor with a one-year deal that's going to be official on march 17th of course indy long time ago they signed carson wentz that's the only one on the list uh, as far as the jaguars it looks like they landed marvin jones and Sha uh, shaquille griffin coming from the Detroit Lions wide receiver and Griffin coming from as cornerback coming from the uh, Seattle Seahawks Kansas City I'm just really surprised that they released their tackles Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz for you Chiefs fans out there y'all saw what happened in the Super Bowl you seen how that boy was running around with that turf toe hopefully they can you know get somebody that's going to protect that 400 million dollar quarterback so they patrick mahomes is going to need that they're smart enough oh and they also released the super bowl hero damian williams now i just just as an aside i do not think that damian williams should have won the mvp i heard i know that there were arguments you know a year ago about him winning the mvp but you got most of your yards on one carry at the end of the game if you take him off the field or you take Patrick Mahomes off the field, which one had more impact? Okay, that's what I thought. So, uh, the, the Raiders, Yannick Ndokwe, they landed him two years, 26 million, official March 17th. Let's put it out there. Look, a lot of these deals are official on March 17th. See a trend there? They landed him from Jacksonville. That's going to help their uh their their defense but on the offensive side they traded away trent brown to the new england patriots um the chargers you know i'm gonna go the other way on the chargers other than them signing all pro center from green bay Corey lindsey five years 62 and a half million they lost the they, they they lost a pretty good tight end we'll get into that in a second um miami dolphins Shaq Lawson, they traded him to the Texans. Uh, and then on top of that, I'm going to skip over the Patriots. I'm going to finish with the Patriots. The New York Jets, I live here in Nashville, Tennessee. Tennessee Titans. Okay, so we know that uh, I'll just call him Mr. Brown is the man as far as the receivers go here in Nashville. Corey Davis, who they thought was going to be the guy who was a first-round pick, he ends up signing a three-year deal worth $37.5 million per ESPN with the New York Jets. Ah, okay. I mean, we'll see how that works out. Carl Lawson, uh, Lawson, excuse me, signed him. Pittsburgh, my squad, they released Vince Williams. Mike Pouncey, I mean, Marquise Pouncey, he retired. Tennessee Titans, they released Malcolm Butler, Adam Humphreys, Odori Jackson, Dennis Kelly, Kenny Vaccaro at safety. Oof. They signed Bud Dufree. See, I'm, I'm choked up right now. I almost started to cry. Yes, I live. I, I support the Titans. I can't root for the Titans because I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And they landed Bud Dupree. 19 and a half sacks in two years. And that was pretty much like, what, a year and a half? Because he got, he blew that knee up. Coming off of HCL. I don't worry about that as much anymore. ACLs are kind of a thing of the past. Go figure. Uh, and then I'm just going to go right to the NFC. Atlanta Falcons, nothing really of note other than them signing their uh, their kicker, Young Hoku. 
Arizona Cardinals. We know about the J.J. Watt signing. Carolina Panthers um, moving forward from them. The Chicago Bears, they franchise tagged Allen Robinson. Okay. And they signed Andy Dalton. Ooh. See how the Red Rifle does there. Dallas Cowboys, we already know about Dak and his big $160 million, $126 million guaranteed deal. The Detroit Lions, they ran through and released a whole boatload of players. And they signed Josh Hill, a tight end, Tyrell Williams as a wide receiver. They traded away Matt Stafford and traded for Jared Goff. We know all of that. Green Bay Packers, of course, they lost their all-pro center. Tremont Williams at cornerback retired, re-signed Aaron Jones, four years, $48 million. Again, $13 million signing bonus. The Los Angeles Rams, yes, Matt Stafford. Moving on. Minnesota Vikings, they released a boatload of players and one Kyle Rudolph who was you know the, the longtime Viking of note hated to see him go even though I'm not a fan of the Vikings like that anyway of course Drew Brees with the New Orleans Saints he ends up retiring Jameis Winston however he signs a one-year max deal worth 12 million dollars we'll see how that goes New York Giants they signed Leonard Williams Three years, $63 million, 45 guaranteed. Why couldn't I just ate a couple more sandwiches and learn how to get off a block? Philadelphia Eagles, they released Deshaun Jackson. He was hurt a little bit too much. San Francisco 49ers, they re-signed Kyle Juszczyk. Five years, $27 million. Um, and then we moved forward to the Seattle Seahawks. Mikey Potty, Greg Olson. Of course, they retired. They released Carlos Dunlap, Josh Gordon, and guard Chance Warmack. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, they extended Tom Brady. We'll get to him in a second. They franchise tag one of his good receivers in Chris Godwin. They did re-sign Shaq Barrett. Four years, a max contract of $72 million, 36 guaranteed. They re-signed Levante David, linebacker as well. Two years, $25 million. Rob Gronkowski, he's going to put in another year, one year, $10 million max. And the Washington football team, they signed Ryan Fitzmagic. Hmm, there we go. And, of course, with the New England Patriots, we're going to go back so we can finish up with the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick is not playing around. Of course, they re-signed Cam Newton, one year, worth $14 million. And then they turn around and sign them a couple of receivers. Nelson Algalar from Oakland. Kendrick Bourne from San Francisco. And then he went out and got him two tight ends. Yeah, we, we have seen it. We have seen it. The Boston Tea Party. T-E, tight end party. Hunter Henry, three years. $37.5 million. And then they snatched up another Tennessee Titan. John New Smith, four years, $50 million. 31.3 guaranteed and not to mention uh i'll just go right to matt judon who came out of baltimore four years 56 million they're not being cheap they traded away offensive tackle marcus cannon to the texans and they traded for trent brown replacing him with trent brown from the raiders they're doing work they are doing work but you know what with the way that um 
these quarterbacks, they've gotten money. We've talked about this stuff, all right? And we've heard others talk about it a lot, especially since Dak Prescott signed that deal. Some people were like, yay, and he finally got his money. Even I was kind of like that. But at the same time, I'm like, well, if you listened to the show last week, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. There's something that probably on the other side of signing someone to that much money where it can actually hurt your football team ultimately. Well, we'll talk about that next. That's pretty good. I'm sorry, y'all. My daughter gave me a pocky stick. I've never had one of before. It's like a pretzel with chocolate over it. Um, look, you know what? Being the highest paid quarterback doesn't really matter, does it? I mean, we see we see and hear criticisms uh, from teams and or, or of teams from media members, uh, as well as the quarterbacks themselves for getting big paydays. Dak, for example. He's not worth that money. You know, you paid him all of that money. Why? Wow. Understand that. The question is, all right, is who is actually getting these contracts and actually winning Super Bowls? Now, keep in mind, Patrick Mahomes did win last year. Was he not still on his rookie deal? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents Cool Sheets from AHA to Lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bedsheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bedsheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Okay, that's my point. The answer is nobody nobody stick with me and i'm going to bless you so 
what we have is um I I saw a tweet the other day and on that tweet it was what was it it it, it was about Tom Brady cuz Tom Brady had just had that one year extension, right? And it was kind of like one of those memed pictures, you know, with, with uh basically said it, you know, quarterbacks ask how quarter uh how does he do it? How does he keep winning? And the answer was basically put in the first line. He took he takes a little less pay so that the team can be built around him. And the question that I think we should be asking these quarterbacks is really how much are you willing to sacrifice to win? Brady's been doing it for years. Yes, he has Jadell Bunjden as his wife. And she's probably, obviously, she's making more money than he is. But he's doing pretty good, even with his own checks. That's not a bad living that he's making. But, and he he could have took, he could have took, a, 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 you know, a big payday a long time ago. He could have said something to the Patriots and said, look, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm tired of taking pay cuts to keep people around me. I want to go somewhere else and I want to to get paid. But no, he stayed and he continues to win. He just won yet another Super Bowl. The one thing I can say about Brady is that he's willing to take less pay in order to win. And he can still, you still are getting money. And I've said this myself, and I've had plenty, I've heard plenty of other people in the media say the same thing. And I'm not going to knock those for getting paid. I'm not pocket watching. But it may need to go in reverse. If these guys really want to win, and I know quarterback is the most important position in sports, but when you pay that position, it handicaps the rest of the team. Just take this for example. And we've talked about Russell Wilson. What did I say about Russ last week? And the week before that, actually. As soon as he got paid, then the team slowly started to decline. Now, have the Seahawks still been winning? Yes, they had that one year that they did not go to the playoffs. They were 9-7. and seven. And he, at the time, career highs in attempts, career highs, I think, in yards and touchdowns. This year, same thing. He had career highs in attempts, yards, touchdowns, career highs in interceptions, too. And a first-round first loss to the Rams. And they're back up at that. Now, quarterback wins are not, it's not, it's, it's a team sport. Quarterback wins are not all on the quarterback. There is a team that's involved. That's one thing that Brady seems to understand. If I take all of the money, then the rest of the house is not going to look as good. Does it make any sense to park a Tesla or a Range Rover in front of a house that is falling apart. That's backwards, right? Now understand, like I said, the quarterback is the position that needs to get paid. They need, you got to have that franchise quarterback. But what's what's wrong with asking these quarterbacks to be a little bit smarter? I don't think anything's wrong with that at all. I can ran up on an, uh, um, what was it? Oh, it was a Sports Illustrated article. By Albert Breer, written last January. Okay? 
And he talked about how there is nothing more important to an NFL team than this franchise quarterback. And it's true. But here's a fact. I'm quoting this from him. Here's a fact you may not be aware of. And I'm going to be honest with you. As much radio and television that I watch in sports, I've yet to hear anybody say it. So if they have, please excuse me. You're going to hear it again. Not originally from me, but from him. But this is the way that I felt. And I ran up on this article that confirmed my beliefs. I didn't know this, though. A quarterback on a deal worth $20 million per year or more has never won the Super Bowl. Did you know that? Drew Brees, I'm still in there, became the first player to earn a contract of that value eight years ago. This year, this is back in 2020, 21 players were on such deals. 16 of them quarterbacks. Six of the six of those quarterbacks were making $30 million per or more. Now, you can fit those quarterback, those, those, those um contracts in and make them work, but they have to be spread out over a long period of time. So it won't count so much against the cap, right? I think this is the reason why. The Kansas City Chiefs paid Patrick Mahomes that much money over 13 years. What was it? A 10-year extension, I believe it was. I'm sitting here looking at overthecap.com right now in the quarterback contracts. Now, Brewer said that $20 million, okay, $20 million per year. Well, that's since gone up. So it may be adjusted. Nobody's won a Super Bowl making 20 plus million dollars per year. Well, I'm going to read you the quarterbacks. I'm going to read you about five of them. Let's just see if you think that they would win a Super Bowl this coming up year. Ben Roethlisberger, 14 million. Taysom Hill, 10 and a half million. Ryan Fitzpatrick, 10 million. Joe Burrow, 9 million. Now, that's one, if he had his team right, I could trust to win something. But his team ain't right. I love the quarterback, but the team around him ain't right yet. He's still on a rookie deal. Marcus Mariota, back up for the Raiders. He's making $8.8 million. Kyler Murray, they'd have to turn it up. $8.7 million. Baker Mayfield is still $8 million. He's close. Nick Foles, I'm not even going to go there. Eight million. Two is still at seven and a half million. Sam Darnold is at seven and a half million. They're still on their rookie deals. And then you come down to Justin Herbert, six point six million. And I'll just stop there. But all the quarterbacks that's making, like Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott, they're making over forty million dollars a year. Deshaun Watson, thirty nine. Russell Wilson, thirty five. Jared Goff, thirty three and a half. Aaron Rodgers. Kirk Cousins making 33. Carson Wentz, 32. Matt Ryan, 30. Ryan Tannehill, 29. Jacoby Brissett, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Matt Stafford all making 27. Derek Carr, 25. Drew Brees, who just retired, is on this list at 25 million. Phillip Rivers just retired. He, he's at 25 million. So, if you believe that these guys can do that, okay. But my point is, is that I think that it's, it's fair to ask these quarterbacks, hey, 
do we have to pay you? Why can't we? We could pay the quarterback, you know, the the good majority, but not the majority where it just breaks the rest of the team, and you end up having to put an offensive line together that isn't worth much. I'm wondering what's going to happen with Mahomes. They just cut his two tackles, although one of them, Eric Fisher, who was the first pick in the draft, blew his. Uh, his Achilles. So we saw what that could look like. Now he has other pieces around him, and I believe that Kansas City is smart. But then you look at Seattle, they're starting to lose pieces, and they're not getting along right now. Russ wants one thing, let me lose. Pete Carroll wants another. No, I want to be balanced, which I think both of them can be right. And Pete Carroll, you didn't win before Russell Wilson got there, but then Russ Wilson... When you had that running game and the defense is when y'all won. They haven't won a Super Bowl or been in the NFC Championship since that. Why? Okay, injuries, retirement, that happens in football. I totally get that. It's, it, that's what happens. But at the same time, if you are able to bring pieces in. See, I talked about this a while back and having – Vivid being a former 49ers fan, but just thinking about the NFL back in the day when you knew who was on a team, you knew who was on a roster. And then eventually you didn't know who was on your roster because free agency came into play going into the uh, the early to mid 90s, the mid 90s. And people started moving all over the place. Well, that means you have to be smart with your money. Be wise with your money. And something my wife told me a long time ago is not don't be so cheap and thinking about Belichick and the 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 players that they picked up. I just went through them. Cam Newton, they re-signed him. My man, you got to throw more than six, seven touchdowns. We got to get you up in the double digits. You had to throw, throw some touchdown passes this year uh, and bringing in Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne and bringing in uh, Hunter Henry and John o. Smith. They're being smart. They were cheap. And Brady kept them in the game. But the only problem was on the offensive end, as far as skill positions, Belichick being head coach and GM, he couldn't draft a receiver to save his life. He couldn't. He was bad at drafting receivers. He'd get running backs here and there. But, you know, the Patriots are like running back by committee. He drafts James White, who came out of Wisconsin, a running back. And now he's catching 11, 12 balls here and there. He drafts a couple tight ends. One of them turned out to be a bad seed, but even though he was talented. Gorkowski, yeah, he got him. Offensive lineman, okay. Good coaching helps a lot of this stuff too. But you were able to bring in some of these pieces, and he's better at bringing in free agents. You bring in a Matt Judon. You bring in uh, a Hunter Henry to help you to get back on track because y'all stunk last year. You didn't have those pieces. You can't keep winning with bargain bin players. You had a Tesla, even though you paid, you you treated them more like, I don't know, a, a, a nice BMW SUV that's not as expensive, but you didn't you you paid them. More like 
You, you, you paid him good money, but not great money. And he was cool with that. And you were able to pay other players. And even with him doing that, Belichick still let go of players. We could argue all day whether it was the right time to let go of Richard Seymour, players like that. They were smart doing it. And they won because of the coaching and because they did bring in some pretty good defensive players. They drafted some here and there, the players on the Patriots. But I think everybody else in the league, that's the difference between Tom Brady and the rest of the league. I'm not saying that these other guys won't do it. The question is, will they do it? Will they take some pay cuts in order to win? And it doesn't have to take them being in their 13th year at the end of their careers. I'm talking about the quarterbacks, though. They're going to get their money early. But, guys, you're getting paid even more. Like I said, I'm not pocket watching. But are you willing to make that sacrifice in order to win? Some guys are. Some guys ain't. That's why Brady has a, a whole lot of rings on his hand. And the reality, look, teams, you can pay them if you want to. But you may not want to make plans to play on the first Sunday in February. All right, let's wrap this thing up. Um, Y'all know what time it is. It's story time with Uncle Mike. Pillows, check. Blankets, check. Cots. All right, good. You good in the back? All right, good job. So, um, and thinking about Pizza Hut, we were, um, me and my wife, uh, kids, we were driving, um, driving back home. We was kind of, uh, actually we had to make a stop and pick up a birthday cake for my mother-in-law who just turned 60 on yesterday. We had a surprise birthday drive through party at my sister-in-law's house for my mom-in-law. Um, and then yesterday we had, we took her out to eat or whatnot um, and um, we had to go pick up this cake. And on the way to pick up this cake, we drove past a Pizza Hut. And I looked, I'm like, I said to my wife, like, hey, there's a Pizza Hut that's open. A lot of Pizza Huts around here, they're shutting their doors for whatever reason. Um, I don't know if it's pandemic uh, being the cause because Pizza Hut has been kind of going downhill. But it made me think about a story uh, and it really wasn't a story as much as it was something we were doing for a time. I wasn't involved, but I wasn't. Oh, God. So, I'm in high school, as a junior and a senior, is probably the longest uh, job that I had as a as a younger guy. Um, I think I worked there almost three years um, when I was in high school and just after high school was Pizza Hut. And if anybody is Nashville native, I was at the one on Dickerson Road. And I drew, I worked there with my sister, who was the first one in the building. Uh, my sister, Eva, my, and I came, I think I did, yeah, me and then my brothers, Ryan, and my my little, my baby brother, Chauncey. All of us worked there at the same time. Well, we had some friends. I'm not, I'm going to think I'll not name them, um, that we all worked there together. We all went to school together for the most part. And on Fridays... Mostly, I think it was Fridays and maybe some Saturdays. One of the one of the friends of ours, they they well, two or three of them, they got an idea because the manager was not gonna be in the building uh, 
on Saturday nights, I think it was. He would come back later, even though, you know, around close close to closing time. So they knew the hours that he was going to be gone, and they would have been there longer than we had. They decided that they were actually going to sell pizzas out the back door. So I'm like, how in the world are y'all going to do that? I, and now me, I was the cut guy. I didn't do dishes. I wasn't a waiter or any of that stuff. I didn't take the money. Well, I did take money from I mean, here and there. But I was the cut guy. All right. So, you know, being the guy that was trying to be good or whatever, they said, look, Mike, we know you're not going to really be involved in this. But I was. You just cut the pizzas and you box them and you just put them on this shelf. And they became famously known as Black Olive Pizzas. Why? Mike, when you see a pizza come out and there's a black olive right dead in the middle of it, that's the one you put to the side. I was aiding and abetting. They were selling the pizzas out the back door. Now look, this is well over 20 some odd years ago. So it's, <laughs> people. some people are gone, gone now. And then others are... Uh, they've they've dispersed, so there's 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 no trouble to be in by this time, because it it, it was what it was at that time. I had several weekends where I hacked up some of those pizzas, and at one point I refused to box them, but then I said, "Well, shoot, man, I'm already cutting them, and I ain't saying nothing. I stayed out of it. I didn't get no cut, even though we were taking home free pizzas ourselves." For a break, you're only supposed to get, back then anyway, you was only supposed to get a drink and a personal pan pizza. That was the free food that you got. What we were doing, we were making, uh, they were all large, large thins, large supremes, and, and, and pepperoni and meat lovers. They were pan, they were hand tossed. We was taking home cinnamon sticks and loading them jokers down. We were taking bread sticks. My dad got tired of them after a while, even though he loved it. We was bringing home free food, four, five, six pizzas a night. We worked almost, uh, I'd say about five, six days. We worked six days out of the week almost. But yeah, man, it, it, it but I, at that time, man, I was actually, I, I, I was a criminal. I was a criminal. I was involved with the Black Olive Pizzas. If if I talk to some of my inner circle, they remember what the Black Olive Pizzas were. They come through the Black Olive Zone there, put it on top of the thing, and they went right out the back. Nobody came to the front door. They went out the back side door, and they were selling them for like five, ten, about ten bucks a piece. Pocket money. Pocket money. Ah, go figure. Hey, look, uh, that's going to be it for the show tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I did. Uh, good show tonight. Good show tonight. Check us out. I record on Tuesdays. It drops on Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, Behind the Mic Podcast, Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, Belly Up Sports. Like and follow the Behind the Mic Podcast on social media, Instagram, Facebook pages to come, Twitter, like us, subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your family, or I'll find your house. I'm out.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.